Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is that feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story of how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. The intention of this conversation is to make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Oh, today we are chatting with Shana J. I met her through Spiritual Communities Network. I got the honor of chatting with her yesterday on her show um, and a series of interviews, Mastering the Moment. Is that what we, is that what it's called, Shana? Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. Yeah. All right. And so we are chatting then today together and she gets to share um, her experience with listening to her divine guidance. And of course, all, all of you know that floating on a cloud, it's, its intention is for us to feel very comfortable talking about how we can and do listen to our own inner wisdom, our, our, our own divine guidance to make those most effective and efficient de decisions. Um, in life, whether it be choosing an orange for breakfast or taking a right at, at a stoplight or the major decisions, should, should I stay or should I go and all, all the life things. Shana is a spiritual mentor, coach, Reiki master, teacher, master meditator, feng shui artist, author and speaker. I, I think you said yesterday that you uh, coached and worked with over 15,000 people just one-on-one, -on -one, let alone the, the group coaching, right? That's is that right? What... Yeah. That is so awesome. How long have you been all the things? <laughs> well, the awareness of all the things is <laughs> the key distinction because I've kind of always known, but since I was little, but I didn't have the validation. And in 1997, I fell off of a cliff. 50 feet oh, and in that fall while I was falling I literally woke up I mean every cell of my body contained God and the awareness of God in that moment and from then on my life completely changed and and even to the point where physically I landed on my back on a boulder but I didn't break a bone in my back I had 22 broken bones, arms, legs, shoulder, my head was cracked, but I didn't have the typical injuries that accident. Yeah. I mean, I have one scar here <laughs> that looks like a butterfly. I don't know if you can see it. One scar on my knee and the surgery that the surgery they gave me to repair my arm. But other than that, I was out of the hospital in three days with only 13 bone less left to heal. I sat on my couch for uh, uh, four weeks and in four weeks, I got up and I started doing yoga on my floor, on my living room floor. All right, so I have questions just about this story. <laughs> so Did you experience any divine I know that you woke up during the fall but did you feel like there was any energy or angels or what did did you feel any energy yeah, around started, you or any like what absolutely sweetheart I started having mystical experiences right away 
And it's all in my book, which I have on my website free as a download because I, I really, I didn't even copyright the book. I want everyone to know that they have the ability to heal themselves because God dwells within the body. And when you access it, then it, it activates for you and for your body, your destiny, and exactly what you're supposed to be here doing. And so, yes, I was meditating for about 10 years before this happened. Um, this happened in 1997. So it's been 20, almost 24 years. And I feel like I'm 24 years old because seriously, I was meditating the whole time uh, after when I was healing. I just was quiet, listening, 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 listening to the mounds of information. And that's when I found out, well, I had been ordained as a Melchizedek priestess the year before, but all the connections started being made while I was listening in the download of, of I mean, I was meditating like eight hours a day. For real? Wow. Seriously, for about a year, because the voice was so clearly not mine. Mm -hmm. It was so clear. It was so energetic. It was everything. It was the whole deal. And I didn't need to go out, you know, magically. My friends came over and fed me. I didn't call one person. They would go, here, Shana, food, time to eat. I'm like, oh. So this was while you were healing, they were doing, they were just. Right. Shy. While I was healing all this magical stuff. Okay. So while I was on the mountain before I got rescued, I had this experience. It looked like a vision but I, I could talk about it right away. So I, I think it was a real experience, honestly. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Of my silver cord, I saw it like this. I saw it like it was leaving my body, still connected to me, but the end of it, somehow there's an end to it. I don't know. Okay, was, I, don't, I don't know what a silver cord is. Oh, the silver cord is the one that keeps you here in body. Okay. And you're connected from your navel. It's like an umbilical cord. Okay. Where you're connected to the rest of the universe and all of your, your divine staff or team. <laughs> gotcha. So it had detached right before the accident. It didn't really detach because okay. I saw it still it attached to me, but I saw like the end of it going like this, you know, I saw okay. it going I don't know what it was reaching for. I never got the full information on it. But energetically, while that was happening, I felt my life force being sucked out of my body. And then somehow I woke up and I had been in a conscious language class the day before. And I said, well, this is an interesting choice of experience to have. Yeah. And immediately my eyes closed and I went, I saw that silver cord and somehow the, the universal flow of life force came back through the cord into my body and I was fully there. Hmm. So somehow 
There might have been an opportunity to leave. I don't know. I'm not a walk-in. I know mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had a thought about my children during that time, just a quick little thought. And that could be the reason because I have such you know deep desire to see my family continue to grow. So, but then, then right after that, my girlfriend found, came next to me. I had, was hiking with two people and she, she later told me you were blue and ashen gray. I did not think that you were going to open your eyes. And then all of a sudden you opened your eyes and you said that this is quite an interesting and choice of experience. And she said, stay with the light. And so I closed my eyes and immediately I started, I started having an experience of swimming with the dolphins. So prior to that, I had, had a lot of mermaid dreams where I could breathe underwater, no effort at all, just breathing underwater, swimming everywhere I wanted to go. And so this was kind of like that, but I was aware I was laying down on the rocks with wow. the sun beating down on me. And there I am swimming with the dolphins. Now here's the mystical part. When the dolphins would swim around me, everywhere they swam, it's like I was having a multidimensional experience where I was connected to my body and they swam like behind me and just let, you know, grazed my body. In my body, I felt snapping and crackling and things that were out of, out of, or broken or torn, go right back in to shape. Hmm. So I have a question just so I can follow this. Yes. This was all happening right before you fell? No, this is when I was landed. Oh, this is when you, oh. Before I got rescued. Oh my goodness. So that all happened while you were falling. So just, I'm sorry, I'm trying to grasp no, that's this. Okay. So while I was falling, I felt the energy of God. I was clear. It was, this gotcha. is God's energy, not my energy. Okay. Oh, it so while you were laying there, then that's then how when I landed was the life I, force and the, yes, okay. yes. I started having these mystical experiences. Gotcha. So now on a physical <laughs> level, and so did you, you did not actually leave your body. So like sometimes when uh, people have like near death experiences or something, right. they actually see themselves outside that you did not. I didn't see that, but I do feel like I had an NDE. I really do because I, my life is so different. My life is so different from that day mm -hmm. and the physical part of it. So I, so about the dolphins. Okay. Yes. I, actually felt the dolphins healing me on the first level mm. very first thing my life force came back and there's the dolphins they're touching me i feel bones mending i felt it it was like i could internally my my internal third eye could see in my body mm -hmm. and i could see everything the way it's supposed to be and everything that was off broken torn and all like that and then all of a sudden they touched it and it healed that fast hmm. and i believed that 
Mm-hmm. I believe that because of my connection with the dolphins. I could tell you a whole bunch of other stories about that. So, but on a physical level, after I got just um, rescued and I'm in the hospital, of course, the doctors are putting me under emergency care. Mm-hmm. So they did the surgery on the arm. And then the next day, I was supposed to have a second surgery on the, the leg that was shattered the most the right leg. And uh, during the night, I kept waking up and feeling all groggy. And I finally asked the nurse, what the heck's going on? You know, why do I feel so groggy? You know, I'm, I'm awake, but I, you know, she goes, well, you're on morphine. I go, why am I on morphine? She goes, because you're in excruciating pain. I go, what? (laughs) I wasn't. Not at all. And she said, oh, well, that's because you're on the morphine. I'm like, no, no, no. Ask the doctor if I could get off the morphine. So as soon as she left the, the my room, I could see this massive translucent energy surrounding me, massive. I could almost touch it, but I knew I felt it. And then I, I said, show me the morphine. What is this doing in my body? And I saw this dense ball about that big, black all the way around. And I said, okay, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. They, and they, the, the information was, well, you did the right thing. So I, this doctor was in my arm the night before. Oh, the nurse said, I don't, you know, I can't call the doctor. He's on call. We don't know where he is. And I said, he's in the building. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I knew that. But then later I got explained in, in meditation because he was in my arm, I knew him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The energetic connection was made. Yeah. The guy was in my body, <laughs> right? And so when he came to my room and uh, took me off the morphine, he said, I said to him, so were you in the building? He said, yes. Were you on the eighth floor? I, he said, yes. The nurse is like, oh, you know. We don't know where he is. I knew exactly where he was because I could, I scanned the building. I scanned the whole area and I pinpointed it, mm-hmm. right? You can yeah. relate. Yeah. So, so this mystical, you know, I was in the hospital three days, three. They taught me how to rewalk again because both my legs were broken. They, they, they did not do a second surgery on me the ball disappeared like that as soon as they took me off the morphine they unplugged the drip and instantly the black ball was gone and they put a (laughs) the doctor said after they took me to x-ray before the second surgery that well we'll take you to x-ray and we'll see how you're doing because that was the worst part of the whole thing (laughs) so he comes back in the room and he says well we're not going to do another surgery. And I said, well, wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't want another surgery. And he says, "Um, I'm going to put a cast on your left leg. And I said, okay, how long? You know, I knew what he was going to say. And he, he said that four to six weeks or eight weeks, whatever. And I said, one, just like that, one. And he goes, 
if you do that, I'm writing a report about you. I said, get out your pen. <laughs> and fortunately, this guy was young, orthopedic surgeon, great guy. And he and I developed the most amazing relationship. And he knew, you know, I had already asked to be taken off morphine and didn't need any more. I had already not needed a second surgery where it's very typical, you know, you, yeah. right? He was watching me. And so sure enough, in one week, I, got, I went back to his office to have the cast removed and all the nurses and everybody are like, oh, here she comes. I wonder <laughs> what her story is gonna be today. <laughs> and it was hilarious because I literally told them flat out everything, all the mystical things that were happening to me. And they believed me. They didn't think that you know I was unusual or anything and they didn't repeat what I said. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone you know yeah but they they were like like this all ears you know they wanted to know what was going on and sure enough 10 days I think it was 10 days later when I was in his office they said well let's take an x-ray and see about your leg and uh sure enough they said well the cast is coming off then a few months later they had put um, a nine inch plate on my ulna bone to repair it nine screws in it and about uh i had gotten information we don't want this we don't want the rest of your life you know to have this and so when i went to the doctor for my checkup and and he i, I said you know my body is saying if i could talk to him like that now my body is saying to me don't want this anymore he says, all right, we'll take an x-ray. So, by the way, I was clearing all the x-ray energy out of me there you go. as every time it happened, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause that, those little, those little cells, you know, my cells don't need that stuff. So uh, the x-ray comes back and I'm looking at the light board and I'm seeing three screws have come out of the metal. One's laying this way, one's the, just the tip of it is in, it's stuck out. So your body was like rejecting it already. Cause it was like, we don't want this. That's what like, right. it, okay. It was, it was doing it naturally. He saw that and he said, okay. You know, I mean, I could see him holding back his surprise. <laughs> And, and so he gave me another surgery to remove it. And I asked to not be put under completely. I asked to only have a local. He's like, are you sure? Cause you know, scar tissue grows around, right? Yeah. The tissue starts growing. So uh, I said, no, no, I'm, I'm totally fine. I want to experience this fully. So they have me in the operating room and they're removing, I literally felt them trimming, cutting away the scar tissue away from the metal and pulling it off my bone. My bone was totally fine. Hmm. Hmm. You should see my muscles, girl. Ah. <laughs> 
So, so yeah, I mean, and, and there's, I could talk for hours about all the, the mystical experiences that I had yeah, so and, I just and have... synchronicities as well that were just. So what is, what, did, what is the purpose of this experience for you? Was it to wake you up? Was it to share it with other, like what, what has god spirit creator divine i don't what do you refer to do you just say mystic do you say I energy? Use divine yeah divine so what what was its purpose it's its intention for you to experience all this um so twofold and you're right on it was to wake me up so that i could start to believe again because i'd never had validation as i mentioned for my intuition, my knowing, all the things that were exciting to me, but not exciting to the outer world. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I wanted to be loved. So I didn't want to be weird and, you know, different. Um, not knowing at that time that all of us are un so uniquely different. I literally thought we were all the same. Like people in the same family should all think the same way. And there's no way that can ever happen. Mm -hmm. But I had that misconception. Yeah. So I needed to be awake to the truth. And um, I was 47 at the time. So I was already, my children were fully grown. I was the one who was out of the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my children left home and then it was time for me to go explore the world. So I was living in S uh, Sedona, Arizona with my second husband at the time that this happened. And um, the purpose, so I, after a year of meditating, the voice that was clearly not my voice, very strong and very powerful said to me, now you teach. I had no intention, no, 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 no. I was what not- were you, What were you doing like before this? As like, oh, I, before was a, I was a coach. I, I helped uh, people get on uh, national radio and sell their books. Okay. I helped authors, you know, um, mm -hmm. to be, uh, have fulfillment and, and know how to, how to sell their book without selling it. Cause mm -hmm. it was the information age, you know, as yeah, yeah, yeah. information, don't be a salesperson, you know, and, uh, I, and I was doing really well. I had some high profile clients and, you know, it was really cool. And then when I fell, it was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing, you know, and like I said, all I wanted to do was meditate and be, heal my body to the perfection that God intended, which I did feel like I said, I felt like I'm 24 because I remember one day going, I feel like I'm zero. I feel like a baby, like all my cells are brand new sparkling clean brand, brand new gorgeous beautiful so the purpose then became teaching what i had learned yeah not so putting putting divine and god into a different category than religion yeah and mm -hmm. and making it a little more palpable i had i was living in oneness and and you know, resonating with everything around me at whatever level the density or lightness, you know, when I was in nature, of course, I was all the trees and the roots, 
you know, and the dirt and, you know, the particles of, of a rock and, you know, I felt it all. And um, watching the birds fly was scary. I mean, I had to stay in my body because I felt like I was flying, you know, so I learned how to ground myself and I learned to then teach people how to ground and how important that was and, and how to um, have empathetic, be empathetic, but not lose yourself in the merging of the empathy that you have and have compassion instead and all these different things. And so it's a huge story. And um, I'm, I've been on purpose ever since. And I've, I've had times where it was so difficult that I was going to quit. And I'm talking to my divine saying, I'm, this is, you know, ugh this is not good. You know, it's not enough money and people think I'm weird and I'm talking over their heads and, you know, cause I was taught to speak to their soul. I hear you. Right? <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not speaking to the human personality when I'm teaching, <laughs> I'm speaking to the soul. So to, to bring in whatever that is for them and have it open, opening in the heart so that it, they begin to trust and believe in who they truly are. And so it's been a journey and I've learned a lot and I'm not going anywhere. I love this journey. So you had briefly mentioned in the story about really feeling, uh, feeling the divine and seeing all these images. How do you receive, because this is a question that many people ask and I, I ask all all my guests is like how do you know the difference between a thought that you're thinking and a thought that you're receiving and there's like two points there, there's two two questions here so one is that and then the second one is how is it that you receive like like divine information on a daily basis not just in that moment of that like extreme awakening yeah um, good okay so they're two completely different answers so let's yes. Let's make them two questions. Yep. So give me the first one then again. How do you, what's the, how do you tell the difference between a thought that you're thinking and a thought that you're receiving? Okay. Well, it's an energetic. First of all, I can feel the difference energetically. And um, how can I say this? Uh, at first, as I mentioned, the voice was very distinct. And then in growth and, and learning to uh, distinguish it out even better. Cause I had these questions myself also. I'm, you mm -hmm. know, I have the same question. Yeah, everybody and, does. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you can't, yeah, we're human. We're all made of the same, the same thoughts. So mm -hmm. uh, until we learn to be our uniqueness and our soul self, we, you know, we ask the same questions. So I did. And, um, what I got was that it was an evolution for me. I, at first it was a very distinct hearing and energetic. And then as it became integrated more into me, cause I wasn't giving it up and I wasn't pushing it away. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is my life, my life path. And only, you know, what's the greater path is for me. I'm too limited. I knew mm -hmm. that I, it became, as it became integrated, it became softer. 
And it then started to sound like my voice. But the thing is, is that when it started to sound like my voice, it still had a quality, which I'm not sure I can explain where, oh, I'll tell you, it's the outcome that makes it different. So when I acted on what I heard that even sounded like my voice and I saw the result, the result was not something I could have predicted. And that's how I knew. So I started, you know, not started, but I continued to, to entertain both, both voices and, and make sure and, and see which one had the most power or the best result because highest and best, you know, we think too small, way too small for ourselves. But if we continue to listen, we're going to have better results in our life. And, 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 and even stretches that like you doing the show, how much did you have to go through before you said yes to doing the show? <laughs> I know. So it was we, a good they always give us a stretch beyond what we're <laughs> comfortable. For sure. I, yeah. I, I was asked, and it's, and this is how I roll is clients are the ones who ask me to do things. It's like, yeah, it's the way that the universe God talks through. So that's how I started my business was three people came up and asked me about a spark that I had within me and how can they have this spark? And I was like, do you know, my name is Sarah Sparks? And they're like, no, oh, that's cool. And I was like, all right. So they just saw something in me and I knew what they were talking about, but I didn't know how to teach them that. Cause I was like, eh. and then every time I create a new group program or a one-on-one or even the podcast for three years, people have been asking me to do a podcast and I'm like, eh, another another platform that I have to learn oh my goodness and finally I'm like let's just do this I've been asking and asked enough so let's just right interviews and right 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 exactly so yeah yes um, so, so okay the second and, part um is how do you receive one of the things that people ask me or they get hung up on is when I'm teaching them to listen to their own divine guidance their inner wisdom at the very end, when they're like, yes, I can do this. They still have an inkling of, but I'm not listening like you. And I'm like, ah, no, it's how to listen to your divine guidance. So I'm just wanting all the guests to share how you receive information from divine, from your inner wisdom. That way, everyone has a different flavor that it's not just Sarah with the auto, you know, my gifts, but it's everybody has their own unique way. So how do you receive? Um, well, I meditate. I, I am deeply in love with meditation. I love that time. It is my sacred time. Um, I still feel only very safe in my life right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is where... I get the connection of my angelic team, um, the multidimensionality of who I am. Um, how do I do it? Like so, just like on a like a like a day to day basis. I know you shared during your your awakening time all the different images and the energy, and you just explained about the thoughts is different because of the energy and it becomes a voice. 
Is that what you hear like on a daily basis? Like if it's like, Hey, rearrange the furniture today, wear that shirt today. What, I mean, like whatever it is, like just kind of those little nudges. I think there was an evolution to that. Um, because going from where I was, it was like, okay, well, this is only happens during meditation. And then uh, somehow I had a inkling during the day where I was like, go here, go there. And I was like, oh, let me follow that and see what happens. And then like I told you, it's the result. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So if I had gone the way I wanted to go, I wouldn't have gotten to see that magical thing that just happened. Mm-hmm. So I started trusting that. And that, the more I trusted it, the more it was, I'll pay attention, inner all day long, you know, and at one point, literally my feminine, my divine feminine literally taught me how to rework, how to work differently than I was taught because I was taught by the patriarchy how to work. And that's all masculine energy. And I was still working that way, 16 hour days, got to get it all done because tomorrow's another day and got to build on that and la, 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 la. Okay. Well, of course it was a lot of, it was marketing and writing about this experience so people could get it and, uh, and want some for themselves, you know? So I don't know when she decided to teach me literally first, the first thing she said, stop working. And I went, Oh, you know, just totally freaked me out. But I did it. I what did was, it. What was the result of that? Because I have the same. Uh, okay, I'm not wording this right. I had the same, not experience, but maybe like an awareness that I am to work less. I am to have more fun. I am to, it's this beingness of who I really am in every aspect of my life. It's not just me grinding away on this computer and showing up every single day and calling all the people and doing all the things. It's who I am being with my children on a walk, getting groceries, having sex with my husband, like all the activities that a human does throughout the day, but I'm being this divine, this angelic energy in every single way. So I'm yeah. working less. Is that what you're meaning? Or am yeah, I like taking working, it down a whole new path? Working less and getting paid more. Yes, <laughs> that is accurate. And for the longest time, I think what I was observing was some spiritual people as they were waking up or corporate people who are waking up <laughs> are thinking there's no way that I could be making my six-figure income doing this living out my soul's calling and i have to say that is an inaccurate thought that is inaccurate absolutely and worth investigating if you're not afraid that's Mm -hmm. the key fear will will always bring doubt and then doubt debilitates you Mm -hmm. um but i will tell you life is a process (laughs) And it's, you know? there's, there is, um, there are stages and growth and process to shift the thought from 
the one I just talked about to the abundance mindset. That's right. Sure. Exactly. It, and it, and, and everybody has their own unique way to get there mm-hmm. because they have their design. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point I had this reading and, and this, this woman told me, oh, you're not going to be rich until you're, you know, in your elder years. And I was like, oh man, I'm so hard to get there. Jeez. But then, you know, during my 60s, I had the divine feminine, you know, just oh, infuse my heart with work, working, not smarter, working less, getting paid more. And uh, so for three days, I did not work. And I totally had so much fun. I walked in nature and I had a great time. And I was living in Ashland, Oregon at the time. And um, so this is part of the evolution of how I listen. Because she taught me how to redo, how to be more succinct in my communication when I wrote, how to be more succinct in my uh, communication with my clients so they got it faster, Um, how to, you know, it's like all the the millions of tasks that you do as an entrepreneur, how to redo all of them so the results were better. And I now work between two and four hours a day and some days not at all because I just, because I need to go have fun. Do you notice in those moments that you are being and having fun that you are more open, maybe not more open, you are open to, to, to receive. So whatever is to be coming in is coming in. So the synchronicities then are, I, you know, um, we used to have this phrase many years ago called um, uh, uh, being fearless of the unknown. And I tried that out, you know, freaked me out quite a bit. <laughs> but you know what? It taught me how to be present, mm-hmm. how to not be afraid, and how to really stay relaxed. The body, if the body's not relaxed, you are not going to have anything happen for you. The mm-hmm. body must be relaxed and open. That's what, what Sarah means by open. You've got to be relaxed so that the synchronicities that are natural for you in that day, this day and time, yes, will come to you. Um, but when your body is not relaxed and it's, in te- it's tensed up, then you get intensity in your life. Mm-hmm. And how much do you really want to do that <laughs> for the rest of your life? <laughs> for sure. I love that you are sharing about the divine feminine and, and, and is she working with you and, and changing the way that you do business. That shifted for me in the last year or so. <laughs> <laughs> and beautiful. I, and now it's it, the question that comes to me is like, what is the most effective, I say effective and efficient, but that's probably like still a little bit masculine, but it's like, what is the most effective and efficient way to get this message across yeah. or, or what needs to be shared? And instead of, I always used more masculine thinking ways to do things. And as soon as I just 
made myself available to divine information all the time. So now if I'm preparing for a conversation or our talk yesterday, uh, I would just open myself up, allow divine energy to flow in, make, make a few notes. And I'm prepared within four to five minutes instead of being like, Oh, I'm going to take like an hour to do this. It's just like, all right, right. what, what's available, what needs to be shared. Here you go. Bam. Or I used to, uh, with, with clients, um, it used to be like an hour or consultations to be an hour. And now they're about 15 minutes and spirit gives me a couple questions. And then I'm like, all right, let's get to work. You're either on or off. Like, let's do this. And this is what's going to be available. And (laughs) right. And there's something connected from your thought form. See, check this out for yourself where you saw yourself doing it the the old way and then you now you know can you you actually um believe you believe more in yourself oh that for you sure. can literally relax your body mm-hmm. in order to have the right perfect thing happen in every moment in your interactions whether it be clients or the clerk in a store you yep. know yeah, yeah, or your child, or yes, that happened in October. So this was 2000, 2019. Um, Spirit told me to start how to listen to your chosen. No, I'm sorry, how to live your chosen path. And now it's worded differently based on what Angel Gabriel has shared with me. Yada yada. Don't need to get into all of that. But at that time is when I saw who my soul really is. And I, I could not deny it anymore. And, the, and I knew the reason why I'm here that I can no longer like wishy-washy, maybe kind of sort of, I listened to it or I, it's like from that moment on, I was like, I am here. I am dedicated. Let's do this. And I'm open. And that's, that's what shifted for right, me. Right. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. So the, the have- practice of actually listening during the day, it's like you give your attention to the out, outer world in conscious awareness, mm-hmm. but you also pay attention inside. Yeah. And I, I was taught that pain is an acronym, pay attention inside now, that when you do that, even when you have pain, you know, a little whatever, during your day, you're going to uh, correct it if you connect with it in the moment. So connecting with your divine source, who is your source all day long, every day, never goes away, is always there for you, always loves you more than you love yourself (laughs) and is willing to give you gifts all day long. Yeah. Is you think that might be worth it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, let's see here. Any other final advice for everyone to know or that, that you would like to share? Just any little tips or tools or anything like that? Oh my gosh, there's so much. <laughs> well, I would I would like love to give everyone a copy of my book. So please, um, it tells the story in much more detail um, and it is magical. And I I put, it took me eight years to write that book, eight years. And the the reason why was, first of all, I wasn't a writer, not really. And um, second of all, I 
I had this commitment, very, very high commitment that it would only every single word, every single letter and the spaces between each letter would contain the energetic transmission that I was here to give people. Cause I knew that that was, that's one of the gifts that I was given the energetic transmission that is awakening. Mm -hmm. And that basically overall, that is my work is to awaken humanity. And so anytime my, my advice for this moment would be anytime you have a thought that scares you, just go with it for a little bit, entertain it, let yourself investigate it as much as possible, whether it means you go and, and talk to someone like Sarah or me, or you go investigate on the internet, whatever it is, there is an answer out there that's going to resonate just with you for where you are to open you up. And that is the key that's so important right now. We need your light mm -hmm. and not to be afraid of it. Please give your light to the rest of the world. You can see what's going on in our world right now. Mm -hmm. 2021, it is like pandemonium and chaos and totally intense. Don't be afraid of it. Just go investigate what's my part? What's my part? How may I serve? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how may we connect with you? And how may we get that book? You said it was on, on your website? It's on my website, which is my name.com, shanaj.com. And uh, subscribe to my newsletter. You can always get taken off if you don't like it. I mean, you can always unsubscribe if you don't like it. Uh, I would never, never reuse it. Uh, it's only for my information. Mm -hmm. And um, I put stuff out only maybe once or twice a month. So I'm not really even. I am only a once a month type of thing. I mean, the, yeah. the initial, I have like a sequence of five with my email list. So, so they can get a flavor right. for, for me and the community and that sort of thing. Um, right. And I give them the how to listen to your divine guidance and all the, all the fun things. But then after that, I actually don't like emails. So like, I'm like, yeah. I, like, that's the last email is like, I don't like emails. You'll, you'll see me once a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and hopefully that means that the, the information will be more valuable to you because it only comes out, you know, less rather than more because less really is more valuable. You know, you don't have to always be searching for more. Um, and I, on my website, I have these interviews that I did with Sarah and many other wonderful, wonderful, amazing, amazing people, um, that on mastering the moment, which is tips, mm -hmm. you know, and different viewpoints on how to live and be present and master your moments in life with then add, add synchronicities and joy and compassion and and great uh, gifts to your life that you would never expect. And isn't it wonderful to have surprises all day long? Good it surprises. Is. It is. Yeah. I just want to thank you again for coming on and sharing and so much love to you. And I hope that um, those who are listening and watching truly do uh, take away that they can 
awaken and that their body, that God dwells in their body and their body can truly heal on their own. Um, so yes. Yeah. Thank you, you, Shana. My pleasure. Thank you, Sarah. It was just so much fun. Wonderful. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Thank you.